Section 12. The French Revolution. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The French Revolution by Hilaire Belloc. Section 12. Chapter 4. Continued. The Second Phase. From the 17th of July, 1789 to the 6th of October, 1789. We have seen the military conditions under which the attempt at an armed counter-revolution failed. There follows a short phase of less than three months whose character can be quickly described. It was that moment of the revolution in which ideas had the freest play, in which least had been done to test their application, and most scope remained for pure enthusiasm. That is why we find, in the midst of that short phase, the spontaneous abandonment of the feudal rights of the nobility, and that is why the violent uprisings all over France continued. It is the period in which the Declaration of the Rights of Man and of the Citizen, a document which may fittingly stand side by side with the Declaration of Independence, for together they form the noblest monuments of our modern origins, was promulgated. In the same period were the elements of the future constitution rapidly debated and laid down, and notably that national policy of a single chamber, which the modern French have imprudently abandoned. In that same period, however, appeared, and towards the close of it, another form of resistance on the part of the crown, and of those who advised the crown. The king hesitated to accept the Declaration of the Rights of Man, and similarly hesitated to promulgate the decree of the 4th of August, in which the nobility had abandoned their feudal dues. It would be foolish to exaggerate the military aspect of what followed. Louis did call in troops, but only in numbers sufficient for personal defense, and we can hardly believe that he intended anything more than to police the surroundings of his throne. But the brigade, for it was no more, nor was it of full strength, which he summoned was sufficient to kindle suspicion, and the determinedly false position of the queen, who all her life was haunted by the idea that the regular soldiers, especially if they were well-dressed and held themselves rigidly, were a sort of talisman, provoked an explosion. A feast was given in which the officers of the regiment of Flanders, which had just reached Versailles, were entertained by the officers of the guard. It was made the occasion for a good deal of drunkenness and a violent royalist manifestation, at which the queen was present, though she approved, and which some thought she had designed. The failure of the harvest to relieve the scarcity of bread in Paris, the permanent state of alarm in which Paris had remained, and of suspicion for the safety of the Parliament, which it continually entertained, since the early part of the summer, needed no more to provoke an outbreak. It is an error to imagine that the outbreak was engineered, or that such a movement could have been facetious. Great masses of women, in whom the movement originated, and after them a whole flood of the populace, marched upon Versailles. There was no direct attack upon the palace, though the palace feared such an attack at any moment. The troops present were sufficient to prevent violence. Lafayette followed in the night at the head of his new Parisian militia force. 
Too much reliance was placed upon the military character of this force. The palace was invaded in the early morning. An attempt to assassinate the queen on the part of the mob failed, though two of the guards were killed. And after scenes whose violence and apparent anarchy only masked the common determination of the populace, the royal family were compelled to abandon Versailles and to take up their places in the Tuileries. The Parliament followed them to Paris, and neither King nor Parliament returned again to this suburban palace. This recapture of the King by Paris is much more significant than a mere impulse of the mob. The King in Paris, the unison of his person with the capital city, had been the very sacrament of French life for century upon century. It was precisely a hundred years since Paris had been abandoned by Louis the Fourteenth for Versailles. The significance of that error may be understood by the citizens of an aristocratic country if they will imagine the abandonment of their countrysides by the squires, or again the future historian of our modern industrial civilization may understand it when he describes how the wealthy manufacturers abandoned the cities in which their wealth was made to dwell outside and apart from the living interests of their people. With the return of the royal family to Paris, and with the presence of the assembly within the heart of the national life, one prime factor appears, which is this, that while the national assembly proceeds step by step to what it imagines to be a complete attainment of democracy, though how partial will soon be seen, the resistance of the crown is transformed into a resistance of the mere court. The attack on the revolution becomes a personal thing, the king is still wholly the chief of the executive. He can give what commands he wills to the armed forces. He controls receipts and payments. He is for all active purposes the government. But he is no longer considering that prime function of his, nor even using it to restore his old power. He acts henceforward as an individual, and an individual in danger queen whose view of the revolution and its dangers had always been a purely personal one is the directing will in the court group from this moment october seventeen eighty nine onwards and the chief preoccupation of that group for eighteen months is personal safety surrounded by the pomp of the tuileries and amid all the external appearances of a power still greater than that of any other monarch in europe Louis and his wife, and their very few immediate and devoted friends and followers, thought of the palace as a prison, and never considered their position save as one intolerable. The end of section twelve. The end of phase two.